What's up, good people? Hope everybody is doing well. Welcome back to another episode of the What We Gonna Do podcast. I am your host, AJ. You can find me on social media at What We Gonna Do Pod. That's G O N E on Twitter and on Instagram. You can also email me. What we gonna do at gmail.com with any questions, comments, or concerns. If you would like to support the show, visit patreon.com forward slash what we gonna do. If you are thinking about starting a podcast, you can get a free 30 days on me by visiting podbean.com forward slash what we gonna do. This will be a little bit different. You know, I'm in a different mood and I'm feeling better than I was last episode, but still not not at my best. I've recovered from the, uh, you know, being sick, but I have, you know, I got some new stuff going on now. My back tripping out. I don't know if it's old age or what, but I'm just like, fix it, Jesus, fix it. This episode, you know, um, is near and dear to, to my heart. My sister recently turned 21 on April 22nd, and it really just, it just got me to thinking. You know, I had a few different things, and I'm, I still have some things, you know, some some episodes that, that I want to roll out when I can give them the proper attention. But this was on my mind. It was on my spirit to kind of, you know, to kind of talk about this. So we're going to get right into it, you know, no no frills, no no extra stuff this time. I am talking about being a big brother and having little sisters. And not just having little sisters, but I have three little sisters. So throughout this conversation, y'all gonna hear me refer to them as the oldest one, the college student, and the youngest one. I'm gonna try to keep that theme. You know, ho- hopefully I can I can stick with it. I was a uh, single child, you know, for for the most part. Um, I was a you know single child. It, it was really just me for uh, I don't know what, like four or five years. Um, I think my sister was born in I think ninety one. I want to say ninety one, ninety two, something like that. That's that's the oldest. She was she was born like ninety one, ninety two. I was born in eighty seven. I'm the oldest. It ain't no, you know, I'm the oldest. I got like some half brother, you know, some some step brothers and stuff like that. But I'm the oldest. So my sister comes along when I'm younger. We got different moms, same dad. You know what I mean? But that's my sister. Ain't no slicing it. Ain't no dicing it. We got the same blood. That's my sister. You know what I mean? We got the same last name or whatever. Um... Of course, y'all heard me say different woman, different woman. You know what I mean? So my dad was definitely a, a rolling stone. You know what I'm saying? He was definitely uh, making decisions that, that only concerned him. You know what I mean? But he uh, he did the best that he could. Y'all probably heard me say it on a, you know, on a different episode where I said that for a lot of us, our parents, those parents that were born in the 70s and, you know, late 60s or whatever, I feel like they did the best that they could with the things that they had. Now, they didn't always make the right decisions. They, they didn't always do everything, you know, just just perfectly. But I think that they, they tried to use those tools as best they could to 
to make decisions, to, to take care of their kids. So, so now I have a sister, but she's in a different household. I really don't remember like the early years other than I was always kind of the oldest sibling, even out of my cousins and, and things like that. I was always kind of like the, the oldest, you know what I mean? Everybody was kind of looking up to me. I was always the responsible one. That's, that's how it's been in my family for, for the longest. So my little sister, man, I loved her to death. You know, every time I talked to her, every time I saw her, I was always trying to protect her. I was always trying to play with her. We was like, you know, we was two peas in a pod, like for real. Like we had the same kind of thinking process. We, you know, we did the same type of stuff. That was kind of how it was all while while she was growing up, you know what I'm saying? The next sister didn't come until 97, but let's stay here. Let's see what I can remember from just that time before I had another sister. So I felt like an only child at home. Like I wanted a, I wanted a big brother. I wanted an older brother. I wanted that big brother, big sister program because my sister, she was over at her house. I was over at my house. My mom has told me stories about how she would watch her when she was a baby and, and stuff like that. And I really don't remember any of that stuff. Most of the stuff that I remember is that uh, being around her when I would go to my grandfather's house or, or my great-grandmother's house or um, going over my grandmother's house. You know, we always got together, you know, somewhere or another. My dad kept us on the phone. You know, he, he always would do like these little three-way calls and and we would talk to him and you know kind of kind of things like that he would do that when when we were younger or whatever so but it, you know it's not not the same as having somebody in the house with you so that's kind of like my early memories and I'll get to when she's a little bit older the the oldest one when she gets a little bit older so but again I'm a kid you know I'm I'm being a kid, running the streets, doing whatever in my neighborhood, whatever, whatever. I don't know exactly what she's doing during this time. My brother, who's same age as me, uh, her older brother, um, you know, different, uh, different dads or whatever. Um, you know, he was around, you know, he would come to my grandmother's house. He, he would stay there with us and, you know, stuff like that. So, I mean, I was, you know, I was, I was around them, you know what I mean? I was around her mostly. And then I would be around him whenever, whenever he would come through. So, that was kind of how we interacted as as kids or whatever. We were around each other for different events, different family things and things like that. She may have not been over my house all the time because she lived in a whole other city from me. I lived in Little Rock. She lived in North Little Rock or whatever. And so, you know, just two different two different upbringings or whatever. My, you know what I mean? We we both stayed with our moms and my dad stayed with my dad stayed. You know, I love, love my dad to death. Um... Time goes on, you know, goes on, and I, I get uh, another sister. Now, this is the thing. I only wanted one sister, which that sister I really didn't have a choice in. My oldest sister was the one who was like, oh, I love her. That's my sister, same name, blah, blah, blah. That was it. I was good. Like, I was an only child that wasn't an only child. You know what I mean? It was kind of weird, but it was like, that's just how it was. Now, don't act like I'm the only person that the, the you know, parents, y'all got different you know different moms different dads whatever the case may be i ain't the only person i know there's plenty of people out there you know what i'm saying but um another sister comes into the mix in 1997 10 years apart from me i was born in 87 she was born in 97 if you want to ask me how my mama had kids 10 years apart i don't know 
You know what I mean? And don't ask me about it because that's personal. Ain't none of your fucking business. So she has kids 10 years apart. I mess with her till this day about it. We joke about it because we can joke about it. Y'all can't joke about it. Me and her joke about it. So we, um, you know, so bam, I'm like, I'm 10. I told my mom, I'm like, man, I'm going to throw her off the roof. I'm a little bad motherfucker. I'm like, I don't want no sister. I don't need no sister. I'm not sharing no toys. Nothing. This ain't my daddy. Different, you different daddies. This dude. I'm just like, man, who is this dude? You know what I'm saying? And him and my mom, they end up being married for about for about 10 years. Probably a little bit longer than 10 years or whatever. They they end up being married for a while. But anyway. Um, but at this time I'm 10. I don't give a shit about none of that. I don't want no sister. I wanted a brother. If anything, I wanted a brother. I get a sister. And 10 years later, I'm like, come on, man. But I, when I tell y'all, man, I love this child. You know, like, I taught her literally how to talk. My name was the first name that she said. The first time she walked was with me. All that other stuff she probably did, you know, with my mom, whatever. But I promise y'all, I literally taught her how to say, AJ, Mama, Daddy, I taught her how to say them three. I taught her how to say all that. And the first time that she walked, I was literally going to the bus stop. We were living in these apartments, in these hood-ass apartments or whatever, where it was one way in the motherfucker and one way out of the damn apartments or whatever. And I used to have to go get on my bus. And so my mom would, uh, you know, I would leave out the door. My mom would kind of watch till I got to where, you know, we would get picked up by the buses and, you know, in the apartments or whatever. And I um, remember her looking back and seeing her. She had got up and walked to the door. First time that she had, while we had been working on it, I used to carry on my shoulders. I mean, this was like, I mean, this was my little buddy, man. Like, you know, pictures and everything. Like, I can't remember all of the times, but I know that me and my little sister had a lot of fun. Again, I'm the big brother. I'm protecting her. And even with my other, you know, the older sister, you know what I mean? Um, she knew, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, we, you know, this is our sister. You know what I'm saying? It's like we, everybody embracing a new baby or whatever. Now, this is the now college student that I'm talking about. But at the time, she was the baby back in 1997. And, um, you know, of course, you know, this is a few years later when she actually walked or whatever. Of course, this was a few years later when she actually started walking and talking and, and stuff like that. But I always remember that, you know, like, man, I loved her. You know what I'm saying? I, I loved her. So at this time, get a little bit older. I got little sister in the house. She's always running up behind us and, and doing whatever we want to do. She got me 10 years older than her. Then she got my uncle who was seven years older than me or whatever, and she was always hanging out with us. So she grew up on E-40, N-W-A, MC Hammer. Yeah, we listen to MC Hammer. Too Short, all kind of stuff she probably shouldn't have been listening to at that age. You know what I mean? This is like five, six, seven. She's not even 10 yet. You know what I'm saying? And But she was around us. Anytime, you know, my mom would drop off or she had to work or, you know, she was going somewhere, you know, she wanted to go out. She was kind of with us. And there are even some nights when she was a baby and I would have to take care of her. Like, I literally remember changing her diapers and it was just me at the house. Like, my, my stepdad 
he would just kind of dip out. He was a rolling stone too. He would just kind of be on his own stuff or whatever. And y'all, y'all heard me talk about my stepdad a little bit and just, you know, just my 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 background. But anyway, he, you know, sometimes he would be like, "Hey, watch your little sister. I'm, I'll be back." Now my mama didn't know. My mama would be at work. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't tell her until I got year. You know, until I got older that he would do this. But he would literally just leave me there with this baby. And I don't really remember her crying. I always say that. Like, even when I talk about my daughter now, it's like my experience with babies has been good with my two younger sisters, with the littlest one and with the college student. I don't remember them being fussing and, and crying all the time and all of that and stuff that my daughter did when she was born. Lord, my daughter gave me a headache. But this is not about my daughter. This is, this is about my sisters and, and being a big brother. So I raised them up the right way. I always tried to lead by example. I remember when the little one, the college student or whatever, I remember like for Valentine's one year, she was probably in elementary, first, second grade. Some little nigga came over to the house. I looked this nigga up and down. I was probably like 13. No, I couldn't have been 13 because she's 10 years younger than me. So I was probably, you know, 16 or something like that, I guess. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, who the fuck is this little nigga? You know what I'm saying? Just like that. You know what I'm saying? Just like bad boys. I'm like, man, who is this little nigga? You know what I'm saying? Coming over to my house to see my little sister. Me and her dad was on the same page. Ain't no boyfriends. Ain't no nothing. So we, you know, we messing with him or whatever, but we went ahead and let him give his little gifts. But I'm so checking, looking at this, like, you know, hey, don't be coming back over here, little dude. I don't even know why you over here right now. She ain't having no boyfriends. She don't need no gifts. We have Valentine's. Me and my stepdad, we have Valentine's to this day. She ain't got no Valentine's, you know what I'm saying? She probably has had some Valentine's as she got a little bit older, but she ain't got no Valentine's, you know what I'm saying? We the Valentine's. I remember several situations, you know what I'm saying, just going to different events of hers and when she started cheerleading in, in middle school and doing ROTC and had making friends and you know some of these friends you know with one of them she still got to this day and i remember even when she used to go back and forth with her cousin like her cousin grew up in a little bit rougher environment see she had me but our cousin they the same age or whatever but she grew up like her parents wasn't really taking care of her like my mom was taking care of her like like i was taking care of her like her dad was being around my little cousin she was just kind of left around older people. So she learned to talk a little bit faster. She she learned some stuff a little bit faster. You know what I'm saying? She she was a little bit more mature, if you, if you can say that. And uh, I really used to have to get on to my sister. Like, I really taught her how to be tough. Don't let no boys do this to you. Don't let nobody do this to you. And it started with her cousin in the house when she was like three or four because she used to kind of let her cousin bully her. And I was like, hey, don't let her bully you. You put your hands back on her. You do this. You do that. You like I really started talking to her from that day forward as far as like, don't never let nobody bully you. Don't never let nobody be mean to you. Don't never let nobody do nothing like that to you, especially not no boys. So as she got older, oh, this carried on. My sister was known in the neighborhood for fighting dudes and whooping their ass too. You know what I'm saying? She didn't never have to come get me. She handled her own business or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But she was a girly girl. She liked Lady Gaga for a while, you know what I'm saying? She she liked um, mindless behavior, you know what I'm saying? She liked, you know, all these different people. It wasn't my kind of music, but she she always had a had her own music taste, even you know when she started liking the weekend when she got a little bit older, or whatever. But she, you know, she she kind of figured out her own way. 
before I talk about the youngest one, I just want to, you know, I want to say, so during this time, obviously, my other sister, the oldest one, she's getting a little bit older and, and you know, she's having her little stuff going on too. I'm going to go back to my, my other sister and just her going from junior high to high school. I'm going to talk about my other sister and her being in high school. So the oldest one, at this point, I'm in college now. I'm in college and... The oldest one just not having the best living situation or whatever. But again, all throughout middle school, high school, me and my sister was always around each other. Any holidays, we was kicking it. We had our own little conversations. We we always communicated with each other. We was always honest with each other. Um, I remember one time we was at my grandma's house and she had some nigga call on the phone. I said, give me the phone. I was like, bro, who is you? I'm talking about I'm grilling this nigga. I'm like, hey, man, you can't be no bitch. And you're going to be dating my sister, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm like grilling this. But, you know, I'm for real. So there's a few different sides of AJ y'all don't know. There's a young AJ and then there's I've talked about it. But anyway, when y'all hear these stories, y'all got to really put it into a time frame. You know, this is probably when did we have that conversation? You know what I'm saying? I was probably in high school. You know what I'm saying? I think she might have been in middle school or high school or, or maybe, you know, it couldn't have been in college. So she had to be in middle school or whatever. I'm like, man, who is this dude calling my little sister or whatever? So I'm talking to him, talking to him, da-da-da-da-da. Anyway, they stopped talking because the nigga was a punk. And he knew. Everybody knew not to play with my sisters because they know. All my sisters, they got some crazy daddies and they got a crazy-ass fucking brother. Don't play with my sisters. I, I let them handle their own business, but if they call me in, it's a problem. Luckily, they never had to call me in, you know what I'm saying? Because everything was taken care of before Big Brother got called in. Anytime Big Brother name came up, everybody kind of chilled out. Whatever little niggas they was dating, whatever was going on, everybody, you know, everybody was copacetic when, whenever Big Brother came in. So I always calmed down different situations, you know what I'm saying, when, when it came to them. So anyway, I am... That kind of big brother, like real hands on, real caring, real loving. I remember, man, buying them gifts. I remember buying the, the the college student like a little piano she played with for like a week. And then she was done with it. I was mad. Just buying her stuff. And her ass, she would play with it for like two seconds. Then she would just move on from it. The oldest one. I remember buying her basketballs and buying her gifts. This is what I did because I used to be at Overbound. Y'all kind of heard me talk about Overbound a little bit. And I used to, you know, I used to make money. I used to rake leaves. I used to, you know, I used to do a few different things to make money. You know what I mean? Legal and illegal. So anyway, I would make money and I would I would always try to get them stuff for Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Make sure I got them something for their birthdays or whatever. You know, I bought my sister, the oldest one. I bought her like a, you know, I bought her a digital camera when she got older so she could take pictures and stuff like that. She eventually got it stolen by some of her family members, but I did buy it. And I always tried to, tried to get her nice stuff. The college student definitely, you know, paid, put down $100 to help her get that. Y'all remember the PSP for any of y'all gamers? Got her the PSP, got her a couple of games, kept her fitted. You know what I'm saying? She always had some fits because her daddy, now he was big on clothes. He, he might have not been big on taking care of a lot of shit, but he kept them, in, you know, kept us, you know, I ain't going to say us. Kept her and him and my mom in some shoes and stuff like that or whatever. But um, she was always fitted, but I always took care of her and, and bought her stuff too or whatever. So going back to my 
little sister, the college student or whatever. I remember, you know, another incident, man, when she got to junior, you know, not junior high school, but when she got to high school, first day of school, a nigga run by and lift up her skirt. Lord, my sister went off. She beat this nigga ass. She chased him down, whooped his ass. You know, almost got in trouble for it or whatever, but they ain't suspended or nothing like that because he was the one that was in the wrong. I didn't care about nothing. I just wanted to know what happened and if I needed to come to the school. She was like, uh-uh, big bro. She said, I got it. She was like, I don't know what he was thinking coming in. Like, I'm the wrong person. Now, my sister, we, we, she hood too. She not like me. Because my mom didn't really let her go outside like that. She couldn't just be on her own like that. She couldn't be out. So she, my mom pretty much kept her in the house a lot. But we used to always have people over at our house. Older people, crazy cousins, whoop-de-woo. So she definitely had her fresh air of experiences just being around guns and, and drugs and all, you know, and some, and some gang-banging motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Being around that type of environment with alcohol, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? So... She definitely got some bite to her, which she still got to this day. Like, she don't play. She will cry. All my sisters are some babies. Lord, anytime you get on to them about not doing right in school or not doing this or not doing that, Lord, they is the biggest babies. In the hood and to their friends, these some of the toughest little motherfuckers you'll ever meet in your life. But then with me... They all act like some babies every time I get on to them. And I'm like, y'all know y'all wrong. I'm like, don't cry now. It's too late for all that. Don't be crying now. So anyway, moving on. Back to talking about my older sister. Um, another little incident that happened with her. And I'm giving y'all a lot of this context. And it, it may not sound like I'm going somewhere with this. But I really want to tell y'all just kind of like how it was in different scenarios and different situations that happened. So one time... She wasn't uh she wasn't doing good in school. You know, she was she had got in trouble or something like that. I literally took everything out of her room and told her she couldn't get it. I took her shoes, I took all this shit. This was probably when I was in college or whatever. I think she was still in middle school or whatever. I'm talking about I said, your ass ain't gonna have nothing but a bed. I was like, so this what you gonna do? Cause I say I should have took the damn bed too or whatever. Cause my mom again, she she didn't necessarily, you know, my 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 sister didn't, you know, the, the college student, she didn't really have no father figure or whatever. So I was brother, and, and, you know, some people look at it, and, you know, they, they feel like I played their dad. And I'm just like, nah, man, I was just a good brother that cared about my sisters. Like, that's our jobs for most of us is to raise our sisters up the right way, to protect them, to give them some game. Because I wanted my sisters to be street smart as well as book smart or whatever. So you give them a game. And, and you try to teach them the right way about how to do stuff and how to carry themselves as, as young women and, and just women that's coming from the hood or whatever. So anyway, I'm talking about heated. She was so sad. You know, she had all these shoes, jewelry, you know, all these nice shoes. I left her ass with like two pairs of shoes. Took all that shit up out of there. But guess what? She got them grades together. She got that attitude together. Because I was like, I don't want to see no bad grades. Period. I don't want to see no bad grades. Now, damn sure I don't want to hear about you getting in trouble. Now, that's two things you can do as a kid. If your ass can't stay out of trouble, you better be getting some damn good grades. And I did. You know, I was able to stay out of trouble and get good grades because I, I typically didn't do stuff when I was in school. I did it when I, you know, when I was out of school or whatever. But if your ass is, you know, now again, and, and then the other side. If you ain't getting good grades, at least your ass shouldn't be getting in trouble. Now, if your ass getting in trouble and you making bad grades, now come on now. 
That's just sad. Like, that's just bad. If you fucking up in both areas or whatever, your ass should not be fucking up in both areas or whatever. The little one is still coming up. I'm still going to talk about the little one. But, again, the little one, she ain't been around that long. You know what I'm saying? She she still knew or whatever. She still knew. So, anyway, that was another little incident with my sister where I really had to step in and, and really get on to her and start helping her to focus. And I started from that day telling her, I want to see your homework. I want to see the completed homework. I want to make sure all your homework turned in. I'm not trying to hear this stuff about ain't no homework turned in or whatever. Oh, my teacher this. Oh, my teacher that. I ain't trying to hear all these excuses. And sometimes I would go up to her school. I literally went up to her school or whatever. I was like, I'm not finna play these games. I'm like, so if there's something going on with the teachers or something like that, I'm going to talk to the principal or whatever. I'm going to get my mom. We're going to both take off. We're going to both come up there or whatever, and it's going to be an issue because I'm going to address it with the teacher, and if I can't get it resolved with the teacher, then I'm going to take it up with the principal. If I can't get it resolved with the principal, I'm going to take it up with the superintendent. If I can't get it resolved with the superintendent, I'm going to take it to the Board of Education of Little Rock. I don't give a shit. When it comes to my sisters, I am not playing. I am about my business, and I know my shit. I ain't stupid. I might have been from the hood. I might have been born that night, but I wasn't born last night. I'm smarter than the average fucking bear. Whatever all them other little sayings is, I'm all of this shit. I am not the one to play with or whatever. And again, I got a whole different attitude, like a hood attitude. So I can come to you with some common sense. But if you get to rub me the wrong way, then you're going to see a whole different side of me playing them games. Because I ain't the one to be played with. So anyway, I made sure to start getting on to her. Now the big one, the oldest one. She's still doing her thing or whatever, you know, she she's still being her and I'm I'm checking in on her too. I'm probably not checking in on her grades as much as I should have. I definitely have some regrets growing up because I feel like, man, I really should have. But again, I was a kid with the oldest one, so I wasn't thinking about we kind of grew up together. So I wasn't thinking about checking her grades. I knew better when it came to the, you know, to the to the college student or whatever, because again, we were 10 years apart when she came into the picture, but I definitely didn't make all of the right decisions with, with the oldest one, man. I definitely should have been more involved and should have been a better big brother. And I should have taken her out more and, and hung out more with her and, and things like that or whatever, but it didn't happen, you know? And, um, and, uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute, but that, that little sister, I promise you, she was my buddy. I would ride her around in my car when I was in high school and play my music real loud. And she always liked to ride with me. Now, I used to mess with her because I used to tell her I'm going to drop her off and I'm going to leave her because I don't want her sister or whatever. Now, this is when I'm older. I'm really messing with her. She'll get the crying. No, no. And I stop the car in the middle of the street and I tell her, get out that car. This was just tough love. I prom- All my sisters, they got this tough love, even though they were girls. And I, you know, I didn't necessarily treat them like girls. I ain't going to say I treated them like boys either because I wasn't rough with them. I wasn't putting my hands on them and stuff like that. But I was always tough on them. I was always messing with them and I was always straightforward with them. So, so the oldest one, at this point I'm in college. I remember that, um, her mom was kind of moving around and, uh, and, um, I had to actually come down during one of my years of college. And, you know, I came down and I, took you know I, I think I took out of school I was out or something like that and and I um came down and I went up to my old school because at this time she was going to my old school she had moved around she had been in North Little Rock she had been in West Little Rock she had been over here been over there been a little bit of everywhere and so at this point she was at my old school McClellan John L. McClellan High School class of 2005 you know 
one of one of the best classes ever. You know, the, the, to me, it, it is it is the best class ever. Not 04, not 03, not any of them classes that came after us. We was the best class ever. You know what I mean? We was just a whole different breed, man. Ain't nobody ever did it like 05 did it. Period. Across the board, every state, we the best class. So anyway, I was probably in college, and um, not I was probably in college. I was in college and. I came down because I'm hearing all of this different stuff. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is my sister not in school? Because at this time, she telling me, like, my mom thinking about taking me out of school and taking me away. And I'm like, uh-uh, she's not doing none of that. I'm like, you can come stay with me. There were several instances where my mom said she could come stay with my mom, but her mom wasn't going. She wasn't going to let that happen or whatever. I really wish she would have came and stayed with my mom, and it would have probably put my sister on a different path. So anyway, um... I get down to Little Rock. I get up to the school, and they're like, oh, her mom uh, took her out of school today. I'm like, what? Because I'm coming down there to get our stuff situated. I'm like, what? So then I'm I'm pissed. I'm calling her mom, and I'm, I'm talking to my mom, and we having conversations. And, and I'm like, yo, she can stay with my mom. I'm getting mad. I'm like, yo, why would you take her out of school? Like, all of this stuff is going on. She needs to be in school. Ain't no reason for you to be taking her out of school. She she already, you know, she needs to work on her grades. And I was mad. You know, I'm like, I'm going in on my step. And I love my stepmom. You know what I'm saying? I love my, my stepmother to death or whatever. But it's just like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you... Man, you you really putting this girl in a bad situation, man. You messing her up, you know what I mean? Because you taking her out of school. She already ain't living in the best environment. She got stuff getting stolen from her. She, you know, people taking her stealing her clothes. It's like crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's sad when you have parents who are not capable of taking care of and raising a child. So I had to deal with this when I dealt, you know, just dealing with my older sister or whatever, man. I had to deal with this type of stuff. So anyway. Didn't get her into school. Matter of fact, actually, I did get her stuff situated. And then the next day, her mom took her out of school or whatever. And I was pissed. Pissed. So anyway, that was a whole crazy little situation. And that really set her off on a, on a bad path, you know. And I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. So anyway, that kind of kind of set her off on a bad path. But again, I'm still trying to be big brother. I stopped talking to her, my stepmom for probably, you know, I stopped talking to my stepmom for probably five or six years. I ain't have nothing to say with her. I was disappointed. I was upset. And even she later on told me that she regretted making that decision. She said, I, I should have never took her out of school. Which was right. She should have never took her out of school. You know what I'm saying? But what's done is done. So we get to the point that everybody's been waiting for. So 2007, we have a new baby. Another girl. Sister, sister, sister. I am a boy who grew up with three younger sisters. And I loved them and took care of them all. No brothers. So you know that's the whole thing. And then let's not even get to talking about their cycles and all of this girly stuff. And they coming of age and boyfriends and sex and all of this other stuff. We ain't even going to get into that. We just going to keep it on some surface level stuff. So 2007, here comes the new one. Lord, and she is a firecracker. This is my little buddy, too. We play, we have fun, but again, it's like I, at this point, I'm 20 when this one come. Yes, my mother had kids 10 years apart from each other. 10, 10, 10. 87, 97, 2007. <sighs> I love my mama. Love, love her to death, man. I got my mom name tattooed on my back, so I'm telling you, I'm, I'm serious, y'all. Just, just leave the mama joke, leaving it. 
Y'all might as well keep that shit to yourselves, man. Cause we we gonna have a big issue or whatever. So anyway, so my mom who did the best in raising us, and, y- and y'all know I've, I've given tribute to my mother, man, for all the things that she did and the fact that even while dealing in, for the most part, being a single parent and raising us on her own, that she did all of these things for us. She kept us closed. She kept us fed. She, 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 two kids went to college or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Computer science. Uh, the other one is, you know, uh, uh, education, you know what I'm saying? And she, she ain't too far away from being done. And hopefully the third one go to college or whatever. We probably some of the only people in our family that even did that. Like my mom really, as much as people might be able to say or talk about her, she's one of the most like level-headed, common sense, get it done, don't matter if a man in the house or not. And, and, and she did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like for, for all of us, you know what I'm saying? My, my youngest sister is honor roll student now and her grace is popping she getting stuff coming from the school so say whatever you want about my mom but i tell you one thing she can raise some kids and she can take care of some kids or whatever so the little one comes into the picture at this point i'm in college i'm coming back every so often so i wasn't really around her so i basically put it on the college student to really like mold her and shape her and take care of her and teach her like i told her this is your job while I'm in college, since I'm not there, I put it on you. And she really, she kept that word and she did what she could. You know, the youngest sister wasn't always listening. She come from a whole different generation than both of us. A 90s baby and an 80s baby or whatever. But she kept her word and she always stuck with this youngest one or whatever. This youngest one, man, she's so different from us. You know what I'm saying? She don't really get our music. And she don't even really listen to the people that's on the radio. She just like completely different with her music but she is a kid she is a girly girl she like toys she like video games she really like toys and playing and stuff like that or whatever but we still trying to figure out what she want to do she's talking about dancing now and and stuff like that you know what i'm saying but but she's different from us like i came up we grew up me and my you know me and me and the other sister you know what i'm saying the, the college student we grew up going on trampolines and, and being in the neighborhood and, and all of this other stuff she didn't grow up like that now she just got a trampoline probably a couple of years ago or whatever but she ain't just grew up on trampolines and being outside like we did and i get on to my mom now telling her you got to put her in the programs you got to get her out the house you got to get her to do this but she really be on her own stuff and we've always had a, a good relationship even though She's different from the other sisters. We've always had a had a good relationship or whatever, man. And, and she getting older, the way that she be talking and the, and the way that she think. I do try to talk to her and I have conversations with her. I need to do a better job as far as taking her out. But before I moved, really within the past couple of years, I have been trying to spend more time with her. I probably have done almost as good a job as I did with the college student as far as like Really just sitting down, spending time with her, talking about her work, making sure my mom talked to me and let me know how she was doing in school, getting on to her. Same thing, whatever, making sure she's doing this, making sure she's doing that, trying to teach her how to do this, trying to teach her how to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I, again, I charged my other sister with really being there and being in that position and, and really holding up what I kind of left, you know, as far as like my memory and how the house was or whatever, and not, not to let that go. Like 
you got to do this. You her sister or whatever. You supposed to do this. She's a girl. You're a girl. This is stuff that y'all do or whatever. But obviously, 10 years apart. So, you know, ain't no, ain't no person that's, you know what I'm saying? They ain't trying to be hanging around with no kid either or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But that's what you got to do. That's your sister. You know what I'm saying? That's what you got to do. So, at this point, everybody's getting a little bit older. Like I said, the the, the youngest one, she's been in her little programs. I've been to some of her events and made sure I support her and, you know, talk to her, send her videos and stuff like that. She's still growing. I know I don't really have a lot of stories because, like I said, I was gone at this point. I'm older. Most of the stories, my sister has those stories. I don't have that many stories other than the times that I'm over there and I would play with her and we, you know, when she was a baby and, and playing with her when she was a baby and stuff like that. But not really any any bad stories, any stories of us really being in the car and, you know, any stories of us really doing anything else. Most of the stories is just like stuff at the house or whatever. You know what I mean? I, again, she's the youngest one. I'm older. I'm not really giving her as hard of a time as I did the older one. We always had our little inside jokes and our little inside things or whatever, but not as bad. So now we fast forward. So I remember um, the college student, you know, I went to her little uh, coronation or whatever at the prom. She was, uh, I think, nominated for homecoming queen or whatever. So I went there and I guess you walk with different people. And so she walked with me and her dad. And I, I got this, you know, outfit, got me like this, this uh, maroon tie. She had this maroon dress on and she was complaining the whole damn time. This is probably senior year. She was just uncomfortable. She was ready to go. She was ready to get out the heels. She was mad she didn't win. It was just a whole bunch of girl stuff. And I'm like, oh, Lord. But she looked good. You know what I'm saying? She was beautiful. We took some pictures and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Had a good time. But, yeah, she she did not win. Later on, her prom, she went out with this uh, some dude. She didn't even, you know, come to find out she didn't even like this dude or whatever. But she she was able to run him. And he was, you know, he wasn't no bad dude or whatever, man. He he drove up, he got the car, got it clean, had the big rims, you know what I'm saying? He was a little short dude. He was probably about the same height as her, but she ain't like that either or whatever. But he was nice. He came up to us. He spoke to us. Her dad popped up that day, uh, coincidentally. He talked to him. We took some pictures. They went on their way. I left him alone and... Come to find out, she dipped out on him. I say, damn. I was like, well, my sister cold. Like, she just was like, he was just my prom date. I wasn't really feeling him. So she dipped out on him and just kind of did her own thing or whatever. You know what I'm saying? She she said she had a good time prom. You know, of course, don't never go exactly how you plan it. But she did what she wanted to do or whatever. And I've always tried not to be so overbearing of a brother because I want them to learn. I want them to grow up. I want them to figure out how to make decisions. I always tried to put in them, don't smoke. Don't drink. Make sure you focus on school. Money will come. You're going to have plenty of time to work. There's going to be so much time in your life to work. Right now, I need you to focus on school. Stay out of trouble. Don't hang around the wrong people. Make good decisions. I always stayed on all of them about all of these things. Even to this day, I still talk to them about all of these things. So, Anyway, the college student, she goes off to college. I take her to college her first day and get her stuff in her dorm and I go visit her. And you know what I mean? Now I'm talking to her about college and how college is going to be. And I helped her get enrolled in the college and I helped her get scholarships. And I help, you know, I'm still being that brother 
to this day, you know what I mean, where I'm being involved and I'm doing that because my uncle did a lot of that stuff for me as far as college, you know what I mean? If it wasn't for him, I don't know if I would have went to college, you know what I mean? Because he gave me the inspiration and he helped me do do the paperwork. My mom didn't know how to do none of that stuff. She wasn't sure about driving to the college or whatever because the college was a few hours away. And my mom just don't drive or whatever. So my uncle really helped me with all this. So I made it a point to help her. She didn't even think she could get into college. And I said, look, I am going to make sure you get into college. You just focus on getting them grades up, and I promise you I will get you into college. She gets into college or whatever. She's nervous about college. She don't know if she can do it. She's thinking about dropping out. She's thinking about transferring. And I'm like, look, I'm giving her all of the game that I can. And I'm just like, ultimately, now that you're in college, the decision is on you. But I'm telling you, if you do not do these things, you are going to make a hard road for yourself. I made a hard road for myself with some of the decisions that I made because I didn't have that guidance. I didn't have that consistency. I didn't really have that big brother or somebody really just looking out for me or something like that. So I'm telling her all of this stuff and it's giving her influence that, you know what, maybe I can do better. Maybe I can graduate. Maybe I can finish this. You know what I mean? And now she like, yeah, I'm going to finish. Like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. She has changed her whole attitude about college. You know, at first it was intimidating. It was this, it was that. But I told her, I'm like, look, all you got to do is do the work. Go to work study. Talk to your teacher. Find somebody. I, I used to tell her, find the smartest person in the class and make that person your best friend. I promise you, because you will graduate. Figure, I just gave her all the game that I could, man, and just all the inspiration because I told her, you're smarter than you think you are. All of my sisters are smart. They look at me and they say, oh, he's smart. He married. He got this. He got that. I had a hard road and I made a lot of bonehead decisions. I still don't make some of the best decisions now, but I'm trying to set a better path for y'all. I tried to be a good example for y'all. I didn't drink around y'all. I didn't. So I don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't. You know, different stuff I did, you know what I'm saying? I, I didn't do it around them or I didn't let certain people do it around them or whatever. I always tried to keep it like Big Brother is doing the right stuff. He going and doing this. He going and doing that. He's staying out of trouble. Blase, blase, blase. So I set that example. So the oldest sister, you know, because I've been talking about the college student for a while or whatever. So the oldest sister, she now has my niece, which I love, my, my little uh, three-year-old niece will be four in July. You know what I'm saying? She she has my niece. And, you know, she's kind of went on her own path. She, she's got in trouble a few times and been in trouble with the law. But every time I talk to her, she still sounds like that middle school student, that, that high school student, that elementary school student. She still can, you know, get to crying when I get on to her. And she's like, I'm going to do better, big brother. I hear you, and you sound just like daddy, and you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm like, ah, oh, man, no, no, you tough. In the hood, you got a reputation. You tough or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But my sister, you know, she has a good heart. You know, sometimes people with good hearts, man, they just, again, man, when you program and you just come up in a certain environment, man, it's just hard to get away from people. I used to tell her, like, you got to get away from your family. They bad influence. You got to get, but... That's her family. I know she love them, but 
people are either picking you up or they pulling you down. That's a fact. And so a lot of her family was really just pulling her down and they still pulling her down to this day. And she just can't get away from them. It's like they got a hold of her. It's like an addiction. You know what I'm saying? And I still talk to her about this and I still go see my niece and I still, you know, it's like at the end of the day, I'm going to always love you. I can't always be there for you. I can't always make those decisions for you. And when I say I can't always be there, you got to just be able to do it on your own. And I shouldn't have to tell you to stay out of trouble. At this point, you've grown. You got a child now. You got to make good decisions for her. You got to live for her. You got to succeed for her. You got to be a better example for her. Don't be like our parents. Don't be like our grandparents. We were born to exceed. We were born to succeed. We were born to be better than we were not born to do less than they did not want this for us that was not the dream for them when we were babies when we were kids when we were teenagers and now that we're adults they still dream for us they still love us they still care about us so i talk to her about that all the time but again that's the older sister you know what i mean i can only keep her out of stuff for so much you know what i mean she boyfriends and obviously clearly she must have been having sex because she got a kid you know what i'm saying it's like okay you deal with it you know what i mean your sister get into trouble she get in trouble with the law she get locked up you deal with it you take it stride by stride but it's always been tough love i'm not finna get you out of no situation that you got yourself in and you can't figure out how to get yourself out of it i'm sorry Because you shouldn't have got yourself into it. And I hope that this situation helps you grow up. I hope that it helps you mature. And I hope that it makes you think differently about putting yourself in a position to get into the situation again. You got to learn. A hard head makes a soft ass forever. Forever. A hard head makes a soft ass. So keep on being hard headed. Keep being hard headed in your marriage. Keep being hard headed in school. Keep being hard headed at work. Keep being hard headed with your girlfriend. Keep being hard headed with your kids. Keep doing that type of stuff and it's going to give you a soft ass and it's going to learn you. You got to learn them lessons or you're going to keep going through them. You know what I mean? It's keep making the same decisions and expecting different results is insanity. So at some point it's got to click over there. You know what? I can't keep doing things how I've done them. I got to start making different decisions. So that's the oldest, the college student. And the youngest, the youngest, she's still growing up, still trying to figure out what she want to do, still trying to figure out what she likes, still making goofy faces and getting on my nerves or whatever. But but I love her. She she still like hanging on me. The thing I remember about her is that one thing that was kind of our thing. I know I said I ain't had that many stories, but I would always pick her up. I told her as long as I'm older than you, as long as I'm your big brother, I'm going to always be able to pick you up. And even to this day with her big ass and she 10 now. I still can pick her up. You know what I'm saying? I can still pick the college student up. You know what I'm saying? It's it's not as easy, but I can still pick both of them up, man. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know. Until I get older, I'm going to always do that. Like, that's something even right now when I'm thinking about it, man. It just brings back memories of how little they were. You know what I mean? You know, I'm real deep on family. Family is everything. As much as people believe my immediate family, man, I love them. You know what I mean? I, I wish them the best. I want them to succeed. If I could give them the world, I would. But it don't work like that. You know, it, every, things take time. You know what I mean? But I'm still here. As long as I'm breathing, I'm always going to be big brother. I'm always going to look out for you. I'm always going to try to put you on the right path. I'm always going to give you some type of game or whatever. So recently, 
like I said, the 21, you know, she turned 21, the, the college student. And I had a conversation with her and I told her about some stuff I did when I was a kid. And I, I've already kind of let that, you know, told y'all about some of that stuff. But I told her, yeah, I smoked in elementary. I drank in elementary. I did a lot of these stuff when I was kids. I've been in the back of police cars. I've been, you know, I've been, I didn't ran from the police. I didn't got into fights. I didn't had people looking for me. You know, I didn't, I didn't been through a lot, man. I really was in the street. I really was doing stuff or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and I basically told her, you 21 now. That don't make you grown. You know better. And I told her, I'm going to always trust you. As long as you don't give me reasons not to trust you, I'm going to trust you just like I did when you were in high school, just like I'm doing while you're in college. I'm going to trust you that you know better. You know when it comes to drinking. You know, you know, I gave her a whole little thing just talking to her about drinking. And you know what I mean? It's, you know, it, I'm not going to sit here and say she can't drink. And I'm also not going to sit here and say she can just do whatever the hell she want to do. Because that will never happen as long as I'm her older brother. You know what I mean? Ain't no smoking. Ain't no popping pills. Ain't no crazy shit like that or whatever. So I'm like, look, if you're going to drink, drink responsibly. I can't sit here and treat her like she no kid enough. So I'm like, if you're going to drink, drink responsibly. Make sure you got a designated driver. Also, I wouldn't even want no designated driver. I don't want nobody in control of my life. I don't want to be at a point to where somebody else is in control of my life. Because what if something happens to me because I didn't have enough common sense to be able to drive myself or, or not get to this point? And something happens because of somebody else. And it's my fault. Because I should have never put them in that position. I should have never put myself in that position. I don't really play with drinking. You know what I'm saying? I don't really play with, with smoking and none of that stuff or whatever. You know what I mean? To each his own. You know what I mean? But I just don't come from a, a good experience with none of that stuff, man. I seen what drugs do to people. I seen what drinking do to people. I got alcoholics in my family. And I told my sister, we come from alcoholics, man. We come from drinkers. We don't want to be like that. We come from smokers. We don't want to be like that. We come from gangbangers. We don't want to be like that. We don't want to do the same stuff that they did. We don't want to turn out like they turned out. We got bigger things going on. We got a brighter future for us. You know, we 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 smarter than that. And they don't want that for us either. They That's one of their greatest fears. That's most parents, grandparents, great-grandparents' greatest fears is that their kids turn out the wrong way and they go down the wrong path. And then they can't get back. Some people can come back. Some people can't. They get lost in all of that type of stuff. So I really just sat down, had a conversation with her on Monday just about all of these different things and, and just telling her now it's on you for the youngest one, for the little one. It's on you too. When she gets to 21, you have these conversations with her. When she's 16, you have these conversations with her. When she's in high school, you have these conversations with her. It's on you. I'm still going to be here. I'm still going to do that. But you are her sister. You are closer to her in age. You need to continue being her big sister. You need to continue being an example for her. You need to continue doing all of those things and loving her and spending time with her and all of this different stuff while I'm not there. While you're still there, she's your responsibility as well as my mother's. You know what I'm saying? But that's your sister. I need you to act like a sister. Show her how to be a sister. Show her how to be a friend. Show her how to have a good relationship with her siblings or whatever. You got siblings that don't talk. They fussing. They falling out. I have a real connection with my siblings. Even 
with the oldest one. Even when we do stop talking, I'm upset with her and she feels ashamed. Or she's afraid to talk to me or something. I tell her, look, don't do that. Don't deprive me. Don't don't neglect me. Don't if I'm sitting here reaching out to you, you make yourself available. I know you think I'm finna get on to you and you damn right I'm finna get on to you, but I'm not getting on to you out of hate. I'm getting on to you out of love because I know you can do better. And I want better for you. I have better expectations for you. And you should have them for yourself. So. All of that just goes into, you know, a little bit more information as far as the man that I am today, the, the brother that I am today, the husband that I am today, the father that I am today. I have three little sisters. I did not look up and get any brothers. I, I did not look up. You know, that was not my path. So. I had to really learn how to maneuver and and figure out how to deal with women, figure out how to talk with women and figure out really how to raise women over the years or whatever. And I think I did a pretty good job. I always feel like there are things that I could have done better, but I'm just the brother. I'm not the parent. I'm not the mother nor the father. I'm just the brother. So I, I tried to do the best that I could at those different ages, at those different times, in those different places with all of my sisters, you know what I mean? And, and um, I'm pretty, you know, I'm pretty happy, you know what I mean? I'm, they, they all alive. That's that man. That is a blessing. I know people who didn't lost siblings, whether it was because of shit they was involved in or whether it was because of shit other people involved was involved in or whether it was because they just lived in a bad neighborhood and a bullet came through the wall or came through the window or something like that. Or they was in the car or something like that. I know people who didn't got raped. I know people who, you know, it's just all kind of stuff that didn't happen to different people. Man, I got to thank God that my sisters, they haven't had any of those things. No molestation, none of this other, no incest, none of, none of this funny shit. You know what I'm saying? Everything was on the up and up to my knowledge to this day or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and you know, forevermore, I'm going to keep being a big brother. I'm going to keep getting under them. I'm going to keep trying to teach them the right things. The whole reason I came up with this was just really because, man, I really wanted to talk about, man, like, Having sisters and your responsibilities to them and your responsibilities to yourself. You can't be so selfish when it comes to those younger siblings. You know what I mean? Because they're going to look up to you. They're going to love you. They're going to cherish you. They're going to admire you. And you should do shit to earn that. You should be good enough to, to earn that type of stuff or whatever, man. Watching them grow up has been a blessing you know just watching them and their different habits and how different they are and, and the people that they've turned into and then i'm growing up as well you know what i mean it ain't like i'm just some 40 year old man or something like that i ain't nothing but 30 myself but to have a a 26 year old or whatever so you know i think she's gonna be 27 this year or you know or 26 this year to have a you know, a 21 year old and then uh, the other one, she finna be 11 this year or whatever, man. And to just be here and, and still be standing, you know what I mean? And still give them some type of light. Like, look at my big brother. You know what I mean? Like he making me proud, you know, that's what my sister say about me. They always talking about how they, you know, like they be happy, you know, that, that I'm okay, that I'm doing all right. They, they be concerned for their big brother. They just as much as I be wanting to Make sure they good and, and all that. They be telling me the same stuff about me, man. And it just, you know, it make me feel all, you know, all soft and all stuff like that. As hard as I am, man, them them three little girls can, can you know, they, they work wonders on me. You know what I mean? As far as it concerns the heart.
All right, I've talked enough. I'm going to let y'all go. Um, I hope that y'all got something out of that. I know it was all over the place, but I hope y'all kind of just took a message out of that, man. Just, you know, just just whatever little takeaways you, you, you could have taken away and whatever you get a feeling of as far as who I am. I always said that I'm going to talk about some real stuff. I'm going to talk about politics. I'm going to talk about family. I'm going to talk about I'm gonna, music. Everything is going to be diverse. All episodes are not going to be the same, you know, but I have a message and a purpose with with everything that I do and just really talking about being a man when you're around girls and, and being a man when you have a daughter and being a man when you have a wife and, and stuff, you know, so on and so forth. And and just knowing your your place, I always wanted somebody to be like that for me. The things that you would have liked or you wanted you have to become those things. You have to exude those things. You, you have to live it, you know? You got to walk it like you talk it. <laughs> I ain't going to put no music in this one or nothing like that. But you got to walk walk it like you talk it, man. And you got to lead the right way. I'm gone. This is AJ. This is the What We Gonna Do podcast. Find me on Twitter at What We Gonna Do pod. Find me on Instagram at What We Gonna Do pod. Email me. What we gonna do at gmail.com. Thinking about starting a podcast, visit podbean.com forward slash what we gonna do and start your podcast today, right after we get off of this. Start your podcast today. I had another episode kind of outlining and detailing things you should do and ideas you should come up with and at least come up with 10 things before you even start the podcast or whatever. Come up with 10 solid episodes and figure out how to do a podcast and all of that good stuff. If you would like to support the show, visit patreon.com forward slash what we going to do. I hope y'all good. I hope y'all ain't having no back problems. Be easy out there. Oh, yeah, man. Salute to all my people. Salute to the Breaks and the Breaks Radio. Salute to them boys. Well, excuse me. Salute to CEO Hayes of the Awakened Soul. Salute to the Oversaturated Podcast. Salute to We Come From Queens for whatever they doing. I just salute them because, man, them the homies or whatever, man. Them, you know, them, them the people. They were some of the first people I was linking up with offline or whatever. Salute to Podcast Brothers. They have a live show coming up. I ain't got it in the show notes or nothing like that. But go find the Podcast Brothers on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter. Go to their live show. Support them guys. Salute to TOS. They didn't linked up with the radio. They got some big things popping. They got some big connections going on. Salute to them boys for everything that they doing, including Miss Cherry Poppins. You know what I'm saying? Salute to her. Even though her new name is Pod Bay and they didn't kind of, you know, I don't know what's going on with Pod Bay, but salute to them folks over there at TOS, man. Salute to all my people. Appreciate all the fans. Y'all make sure y'all go out and follow me. Y'all like this. Y'all subscribe. Y'all share this. Y'all retweet. Do all of that good stuff and help your boy out, as I always say, man. Until next time, man, I wish y'all success and prosperity, love, peace, and hair grease. I'm out.